Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. The city hails what it calls open streets, good for restaurants, not so much for traffic. Prank calls in Connecticut are now a federal case. The FBI investigates swatting incidents that forced Connecticut schools into lockdown. I'm Sean Adams in Westport. Plus, we'll dip into the archives for our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound. That large sting tells us it's a brand new day. It's the 25th day of October. It is Tuesday. Good morning. I am Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane. Damp and foggy, Craig Allen says today on this, uh, what is it, a Tuesday? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. foggy, I can't see the calendar. Still Tuesday. It's going to be a long week, I got a feeling. Yeah. Well, love them or hate them, but open streets are apparently here to stay in New York City. In fact, expect more. Marla Diamond in Manhattan with a new report from the city. And Marla, what does it have to say? Good morning, Paul, that these car-free streets helped keep local restaurants and bars afloat during the pandemic. Later this morning, Department of Transportation Commissioner Idanis Rodriguez will gather with elected officials and street safety advocates on one of these pedestrianized public streets in Chinatown to release a new report that uses data from the City Department of Finance to show the economic impact of open streets for small businesses. It comes a day after Rodriguez announced the city will temporarily shut down close to 100 streets on Halloween so children can trick or treat safely. Yeah, they call it open streets, Marlon, but it really means closed streets to traffic. How's that working out? Well, we attended the press conference in Jackson Heights yesterday where the commissioner spoke about the success of a permanent open street there along more than a mile of 34th Avenue. He was shouted down by some very unhappy residents who say that uh, a car-free street is affecting their ability to move about freely and their quality of life. At one point, City Councilman Shakar Krishnan was speaking about the 16 traffic deaths that occurred in the area during recent years. I am talking about people who have lost their lives. I would ask for a modicum of respect. There were 16 children, seniors, community members. Excuse me, we are speaking about dead children. Can you just hold on for 30 seconds? Oh, so you don't care about dead children is what you're saying. Yeah, State Assemblyman Catalina Cruz tried unsuccessfully to quiet the crowd down. In the end, the two sides agreed to disagree. Marla Diamond this morning on that story. Marla, thanks. On to politics now, and Kathy Hochul and Lee Zeldin will meet tonight for their only scheduled debate, just as the race for governor is becoming increasingly tight and quite interesting. Here's Steve Burns with a preview of the 7 p.m. matchup on New York One. 
Over the summer, Lee Zeldin wasn't given much of a chance in a state that hasn't elected a Republican governor in 20 years. But the economy is still rough and crime is still a concern. And this is especially a problem in New York City suburbs where crime and the economy are tending to dominate the discussion. And that has played to Zeldin's advantage, says political consultant Hank Scheinkoff. Governor Hochul had tried to make the race about abortion rights and former President Trump highlighting some of Zeldin's past votes. But she's recently started pivoting after Zeldin started rising in the polls. Look for Lee Zeldin to talk a lot about crime, a lot about the economy, and a lot about what he calls the corruption of the Hochul administration. Zeldin is calling for several more debates across the state, but Hochul is only committing to this one. Well, now it's late in the cycle. One debate is quite enough. If she gets wounded by Zeldin in this debate, there's time for her to recover. Steve Burns, WCBS News. News Radio 880. Police are trying to find shooters whose stray bullets hit a pregnant woman in Manhattan and a 70-year-old in Brooklyn. The pregnant 19-year-old was standing outside a Chase Bank on the corner of 165th and Broadway when four bullets were fired from across the street around 9 last night. One of them hit her in the thigh, one hit a passing car. The woman who was shot in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, 70-year-old Marilyn Hunt, was also hit in the thigh. Police say a couple of men fighting nearby opened fire as she walked to a food town market about 2 p.m. A subway rider who did not stand clear of the closing doors as he tried to board from the Columbus Circle platform got his clothes caught in the train and ran along the platform trying to get himself free. Instead, he was dragged onto the tracks and was hit by another train. He died from those injuries. Police have not released his name. Let's get the weather day ahead, and so far it's kind of uh, just, you know, Depressing, Craig Allen. Even murkier than yesterday at this time. Yeah, the visibility is down to one half mile in the city and at some of the uh, the big airports, uh, Kennedy, LaGuardia, one-eighth of a mile. And I'm sure that's going to cause a few problems this morning. We also have some showers out there that continue to form south and move north right up along the eastern, uh, rather the western sections of Connecticut, east of seven primarily. But uh, it's there and uh, also to the west of the city from approximately Newark right on up the thruway and uh, that's staying mostly to the west of the Hudson River. So that's uh, that's the uh, the two axes of showers for this morning and uh, we're likely to see additional showers at times during the afternoon. The fog will tend to thin out a little bit after 9, 10 o'clock this morning and the high today, 65 to 70. It's pretty mild at the very least. Showers tonight and they may be heavy, 60 to 65 and then tomorrow showers will gradually taper down uh, less and less of them, maybe a few breaks of sunshine, and the high Wednesday, 65 to 70. But right now, with that foggy weather, it's 63, humidity now up to 97%. And Craig, first responders in Connecticut are getting some federal help now in tracking down callers, possibly from Africa, who have been misdirecting them to respond to some made-up crimes out there. Sean Adams is in Westport with the story. Sean, uh, what kind of help will Connecticut be getting? Well, the FBI has uh, technological expertise and capabilities that can hopefully uh, penetrate that shroud of anonymity offered by the Internet. Uh, phony 911 calls reporting mass shootings in schools, they're, they're traumatizing. And uh, this is, uh, you know, we're talking about a time in this country when people are scarred by past horrors. We are approaching the 10th anniversary of the Sandy Hook Elementary School Massacre. On Friday, it was about the same time as funerals for two Bristol police officers who were killed in an ambush. You had bogus calls that forced schools into lockdown across Connecticut, Stamford, Westport, Darien, Windsor Locks, Groton, Enfield, East Hartford. Terrified students and teachers sheltered in place as police searched hallways. They quickly determined that this was all a hoax, really part of a national trend. Scores of communities have been tormented across the country. 
Authorities, uh, they suspect uh, that these uh, Internet calls are coming from someplace overseas, possibly North Africa, and it's hoped the FBI can follow the trail. Paul, Wayne? Sean, do police know any motive for these prank calls yet? And that really depends on who's making the call. So if it's a foreign actor someplace overseas, perhaps that person is just interested in general mayhem and chaos, really a form of terrorism. Uh, But Connecticut has had other swatting incidents uh, this school year in recent weeks. In a few cases, police uh, arrested teenagers, uh, local teenagers, so their motives could be more personal. Either way, the end result is the same. Trauma, fear, anxiety, and a tremendous waste of police resources. Sean Adams on the Morning News Roundup. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bourdain with your three things to know on this Tuesday. Well, today a Russian court is hearing Brittany Griner's appeal of her nine-year sentence for having a THC vape pen. An attorney says Griner is feeling quite pessimistic. Number two, Bloomberg reports Adidas is dropping Kanye West after his anti-Semitic comments. He's also been dropped by his agency of 10 years, CAA, and Kanye was condemned last night at the Center for Jewish History, Union Square. Third thing, the owner of one of the last remaining super fresh stores around here in Bloomfield plans to open two more in food deserts in Patterson and Clifton. Super Fresh was originally a brand of the AMP chain, now is owned by Key Food. Up next, it's our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for this date, October 25th. Protesters trying to break through the security at Barclays Center. Vaccine backlash, 2021. Anti-vaccine protesters showed up in support of Kyrie Irving. The Nets have told Kyrie to stay away while he is unvaccinated. Demonstrators estimated in the hundreds. And hundreds of New York City workers who do not like that they were told to get vaccinated against COVID marched across the Brooklyn Bridge today to protest that order. They're going to terminate me if I don't get vaccinated. It should still be my choice. There is a $500 incentive for city municipal workers to get the shot. Something used by and cursed at by a hundred million drivers a year opened to traffic on this date in 1931. It is a marvel of structural engineering. The George Washington Bridge soon became the world's busiest and almost immediately was outdated. Three lanes each way were expanded to four, and that wasn't nearly enough. So a lower deck was built in 1962 to carry today's 14 lanes of traffic, still not enough. The mighty towers at each end of the bridge rise straight up into the sky for 635 feet. It was supposed to look a lot different with ornamental flourishes on the towers, wings, fins, even statues. But the Great Depression hit, and that was just too expensive. In human cost, the bridge claimed 12 lives during construction and so many sins from suicide, including the first one just a week later, that in recent years, suicide fences were installed. The bridge toll in 1931 was 50 cents to drive, 10 cents to walk. 2006, New Jersey's Supreme Court rules same-sex couples are entitled to the same privileges as heterosexuals, but leaves it up to lawmakers to define marriage. And that would be a fight. Governor Chris Christie. My view and my position is um, that marriage should be between one man and one woman. 1999. Good evening. There has been a freakish fatal accident involving a Learjet flying across the country with no one in control. Payne Stewart's jet failed to pressurize, and now with all on board passed out, it was flying uncontrolled in an afternoon when we all watched and waited and wondered how it would end. For more than four hours. It crashed in South Dakota. 2009, Yankee Stadium. Three and two. After a six-year drought, baseball's biggest spenders cash in with the American League championship title. Yankees win the pennant. Defeating the Angels through the savvy pitching of Andy Pettit and the cool, calm closer, Mariano Rivera. This is October 25th. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 